Welcome to the RBL podcast aimed to encourage and uplift women of all ages through real stories, testimonies, and experiences in Christ. We'll dive into a variety of different topics pertaining to women, and trust me, no topic is off limits. I'm your host, Mercedes, and if you're ready to be inspired and encouraged, this podcast is for you. Motherhood, such a blessing, but it's definitely not the easiest thing to do. And although there are many similarities, every mother has a unique story and experiences. Today, I do have two amazing mothers here who will be sharing their experience of being a single mother. So welcome, Yasan and Miriam. Thank you so much for being here today. How are you guys feeling? Good. Thank you for having us. How are you? Doing great, actually. You know, had a little bit of issues here. Yes, but that's good. Yeah, with the lights and everything. But you know what? This is just part of life. Little trials and everything. It worked out. So praise God for that. All right. So why don't you guys start off by telling us about yourself a little bit? Um, Yasan, you want to give us your testimony, maybe? Sure. My name is Yasan. I'm 32 years old. I am a mother of one, and um, I've been saved for six and a half years now. And before I came to Christ, I was just, you know, the typical young girl. I came from a background. I'm a Jamaican, so I came from a Jamaican background. Everybody, thank you, Jesus. Everybody knows God, mm-hmm. but don't have a relationship with God. Like, know God for themselves. They know of God, but don't know God for themselves. So I would say that, you know, I always just had in my heart that God is there. I know God exists. It was never a doubt in my mind, but obviously I did not have a relationship with God. So I would say years before I got saved, I got saved about 2015, but years before I got saved, like I would say like I can look back now and see that God was literally tugging and pulling for me to just start serving him Mm. and you know us humans we're always fighting like no 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 but i finally decided you know that like this is not the life for me getting caught up you know after like a breakup with boyfriend for like almost 11 years like wow it's a long time oh it's a long time (laughs) girls don't do that to yourself (laughs) but yeah it was so long so it was like very heartbreaking for me so when i got out of that relationship i would say like god just he turned into you know someone I can lean on and I he just pulled me close like I've been waiting for you for years mm-hmm. and I just I surrendered I, I needed him and I I gave my life up to him and now I'm here serving in Potter's Oh, proclaim. Interesting name. Interesting name. Yeah. And we did. We here. did. So it's okay. I'm so proclaim. used to that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay. Good testimony. Ooh. What about you, Miriam? What's your testimony? Yes. So my. St- story is not far from you Sam mm-hmm. above the background not the boyfriend <laughs> yes so I I also came from a religious household mm-hmm. with background so people talk about God will talk about Jesus but there's no relationship at all um, for me I didn't have a relationship at all with God all I knew was if I need something if I was in trouble let's say I should ask God and he will grant that. So pretty much like a genie will say. Right, right. Yes. So um, I will say that little that I had um, 
knowledge of God was taken away when I was 16. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a relationship with a person and uh, he got into an accident and died. Wow. So, yes. And for me, that was like, how come this good God people claim today he will do this thing to me? Because I know he he do bad things maybe to people who do bad stuff. So why am I getting punished? like this so with that i was like you know i don't have i don't want to do anything with god right so i would say that's when my rebellious like strike up um yeah like any teenagers i was just doing my own thing um fornication i'll say um i wasn't like honoring my parents at all you say whatever you want to say to them you know Mm -hmm. um i would say for me god it was um, drawing me near to him, he had to empty everything mm-hmm. in my life. So I'll say, I try everything, the company, friendship, you know, you get involved yeah. with different stuff to fill yourself up. But at the end of the day, you're empty. The void right. was getting real. And I'm like, what is this? So I remember I was in actually an adulterous relationship. I was in a relationship with a married man mm-hmm. and I got pregnant and, um, this this is this is actually my second pregnancy because the first one I aborted. So this was the second, mm-hmm. and that's when I reach um, a, bro- a brother here. His name is Ricky, <laughs> and he reached out to um, me at Yorkdale, Yorkdale Mall for those who knows it, <laughs> and um, he out, um, he preached out to me and my sister. But at that moment, I was just not ready to accept Christ. But the question that he asked it stayed with me throughout mm-hmm. the years you know um he asked if i was to die will heaven be my home and at that moment i knew no mm-hmm. i was like no 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 but there was something about it i was like you know what i, I want heaven to be my home so mm-hmm. what is it but i didn't come to church right away i was like because i was pregnant so i'm like if i go to church people will judge me mm-hmm. so this is not something that i want to put myself through the whole pregnancy journey itself was hard so to put myself in a situation that other people judge me i'm like no it's better if i go there with my child he's born and stuff like that so i'll say jesus did not stop <laughs> he can pursue me in different ways <laughs> yes so um at 2017 um in july i remember watching a sermon I was still like asking myself, what am I missing? Mm-hmm. And that's when um, watching this sermon was like, you cannot get your horizontal relationships right until you get your vertical relationship. So they were talking about the cross. cross. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this vertical relationship? And it went on like God. So mm-hmm. as human, first we need to have relationship with Jesus. And went on and I'm like, this is what I want. <laughs> so after the sermon, I surrender. But throughout because I was just me and the TV so I'm like no there's something else I need a community and by grace of God I cannot tell you how I came to the same church that brother Ricky Yorkdomo preached to me because I didn't get the address the day he preached to me (laughs) but this day yes I found um, a flyer of proclaimed church at that moment it was Porter's house mm-hmm. I found it in the shopping cart and I was like you know what I was praying for church I was praying for community how about I go to this church fast forward I am here today yes Amen. <laughs> and 
if yeah i didn't mention my age right so <laughs> i'm 28 and i have three kids yes awesome yes. wow that's that's amazing yeah. so both of you have obviously like different stories as to how you came to yeah. christ yeah. and stuff right and just the course like different um processes of you know thoughts mm -hmm. in which you had like even before coming to christ like even though you had like you know a child for you you were pregnant yes. right but for you you said you had really your had son, son yeah. right how old was he when you first came in when i first came to church yeah um he was yeah five but i, I was saved yeah when he was like two and a half mm -hmm. i would say actually 2015 i was saved and i came to church 2018 so yeah i was saved a little while before i came to church but i also like miriam had that i need that community mm -hmm. i need god laid it on my heart find a church find a home find somewhere to serve and i i just was looking and mm -hmm. you know i saw and there were you guys were preaching on the streets and i just yeah i came in so nice mm -hmm. so what was it about the idea of community that made it so important for you like especially as being a single mom what was that for you i think you know what i think being by yourself mm -hmm. and you're a single mom it's just you i guess god really wants you to find a sense of belonging like mm -hmm. you do belong you belong to me you belong somewhere and i think god understood how important that was even if we didn't say that you know he understood right. we need that definitely and yeah like you know now my son have men he can look up to True. and i think that was very important and god knows what he's doing and he placed me where i needed to be so mm -hmm. he put that in my heart so yes and um for me i will say if it was not for church community i would have fallen away like because the knowledge was just too little and um in the television they say youtube and stuff it's there's so many things like fake pastors people it's just too much knowledge the doctrine is all over the place mm -hmm. you need a local church and as, actually as you attend listen to the doctrine um what is does it what does it say about the bible discipleship and everything right so um for me i knew i wouldn't last mm -hmm. i knew i needed more understanding of god and how to live for him that I wouldn't have gotten it just watching YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, and also, as a community, you need other moms. How are they surviving? How do they do it? And um, coming here, it helped me. And as Yisan say, we're single mother. So our children need uh, like a m man to look up to. Mm -hmm. And where else can you find that? You know, not in the street, not on television, only yeah. A church so they get to be groomed and to be men after god's own heart love it yeah and community regardless of whether you're a mother or you're not a mother you know whether you're older younger i think community is so important especially when you want to grow a relationship with jesus right like oh, it's so impossible to do it by yourself been there done that failed completely yeah. if i was ever to try that again would fail again because you can't right you yeah. need yeah. the community i mean first and foremost god created us to be social beings so we need yeah. to be around other people and exactly you get encouragement from that right so because we go through different trials right oh, yeah, all the true. time and so it's just very encouraging to know that there's other people there to 
help us through, especially when we're dealing with things of that nature. So both of you actually agreed on having that male figure in your children's lives. So both of you have sons. Yes. Yes. (laughs) All of my kids, three boys. Three boys. (laughs) Boy mom. (laughs) Right. Rather than girl dad. Oh my goodness. And how old are each of them? Um, my oldest is five, yeah. and I have twins who are two right now. Yeah, they just turned two. So, yes. Three boys. Three boys. Yes. Gotta wear running shoes all the time. <laughs> yeah, you're literally a soccer mom, right? Yes. Like, so around. You know how boys. Boys are different. Yeah. Um, honestly, I was wondering if I had girls, would it be easier? Mm. But, you know, God has his own plan mm. and a purpose which we trust. So he trusted what he has implanted in me, the strength to raise these three boys. Listen, I hear yes. boys love their mom and oh. stick to mom. So. Yes, true. They're overprotective. They yes. are. <laughs> and <Wow>. jealous. <laughs> Not in a bad way. Yeah. Just like my mommy, my mommy. Yeah. That's yeah, sweet, we love though. it. Yes. yes. That's yes. really sweet. What would you say has been the most challenging thing in both of your lives when it comes to not even just being a mom and not even just being a single mom but also being a single mom raising a boy what was what would you say is the biggest challenge in that i say for me it's just basically um feeling like you don't have all the answers Mm -hmm. like they might be going through certain things and you're like oh my gosh like what do I tell him? What do I say to him? How can I, a woman, teach him how to be a man? Like, right. I'm yes. not a man. I yes. can't teach him how to be a man. So I think that was obviously something that's, you know, comes up and pops up in your head and kind of discouraging, like, I'm over here <laughs> alone without yeah. that, you know, male figure. And I just pray that he would be okay. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, like we are raised to know that they almost like a complete family is the father, mother, mother yes, yeah. and kids. Mm-hmm. So, in our household, the man is missing, and um, you have to be okay with it and understand that the man of the house is Christ. He's gonna be forever yes, right. a man of the house. But like you said, say you want to model that example as well. Oh, but yeah. at the same time, you're like, okay, so am I doing too much girly stuff? Am I? Mm-hmm. You know you. And it can be challenging, um, telling them you're a boy, you cannot do this. But who 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 is teaching me? Because like, mm-hmm. you know, kids yeah. learn more by seeing and not by your words, mm-hmm. the, the action right. they see. Right. But so we say, like I even notice my kids. I'll say when they see men, how they admire them. Mm-hmm. Even like different. when they yeah, they act different, like toughness and stuff, and like okay, so. Yeah. At the end of the day, you just pray about it, and you you like you praying God will just like yeah. settle their hearts and yeah. But I love what you said, Miriam, about like Jesus Christ being your the man, the of, man the of the home, and that's exactly yes. how I feel. Like mm-hmm. you know, my son knows that Jesus is the head. I come in, I'm like sometimes, hi Jesus, I'm in a long way. And, you know, just teaching them up in the way of the Lord. And mm-hmm. that's like, with, even as a single mom, that's the most important thing you can do yes. is knowing. I know that my son and me being a mother is my first ministry. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, that's, yeah, the first thing a mom could do, a single mom can do. Do the best for your yes, kids. for your kids, yeah. Yes, and uh, to add on to that, I, I don't know if the society or 
how it's shaped but we look at single mom or the motherhood we look less of it mm. but it's actually so much what you are planting in these kids is who they are growing up yeah, to be so you know, for the majority of what, right so we should not take it slightly god did not give us these children just so oh, wow, wow. Yeah. what should i do now we should yeah. do our best and make sure in every decision we do to consult Mm-hmm. Can you yes. imagine God gave you this precious gift? He trusted you with yeah. that is big with, to me. That's his son yeah. or yeah. his daughter. Yeah. I'm always like, yeah. Lord, get your son. <laughs> <laughs> get your son. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> What about in terms of just doubts? So I'm not a mom, right? Um, But of course, like I have a mom. (laughs) And, you know, just being a woman in general, a lot of times there are some kind of like doubts you may have, right? Um, When you first got saved, when you first came to church, what were some of maybe the doubts that you had, Um, especially again, like raising your boys and even in everyday motherhood, what are some of the doubts you come across? So um, for me, as part um, as a mother, the doubts I'll say is, am I doing the right thing for this child? Because mm. um, we were raised a certain way, and for me, or most of us, we can agree that um, not every way that we were raised, like all, is right. Mm-hmm. There's some things like we like, no, 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 I will not raise my kid like that. But because it was planted in us, now it's just automatically come. I'll give an example. For me, I, I I grew up in a family that you don't get listened to. Because mm. you're young, your opinion is like, it doesn't matter. You're right. young. Right. So I'm like, I try not to be like that. I try to listen to my kid. Okay, let me hear your opinion and then direct them in the right way. So they feel like, okay, my opinion is valued in this house. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm young, she's looking at me with respect. She's my mom. She doesn't have to do that. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> But sometimes I find myself doing the same that my parents did. Mm. I'll shut them out. I'm like, I don't want to hear about it. So I'm like, you know what? What else? God, please show me. Because we, we do these things just just like that. Right, right. They just come out and you're like, so all this, I'm like, God, am I raising these children in the right path? So you have to be aware of how you're living and check yourself often. Like, yeah. what is this? Am I doing right? Am I planting anything? Are my kids going to need therapy for this? Oh, no. <laughs> yes, but coming to church, I'll say, like, first, I was doubting how... I thought church people is just the one with kids. They're married. Mm-hmm. So to me, I was like, oh, still working in church. I'm like, okay, you know, are they judging me? Like, I have the kid outside. Because when I walk in, like, I, when I came to church, I just had Carter, my first. That's it. I didn't have twins. That's a story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> another story yeah but i was always like i had to deal with the doubt that how people are viewing me Mm. instead of how christ is viewing me so that was the battle i had to fight with and holy spirit helped me to overcome and i'll say brothers and sisters assured me because Mm. sometimes it's not your words how they live with you you can tell okay they have much respect this is not how they're looking at me and they love my kid as their own yeah i would have to agree with miriam like uh, on certain levels just based on the am i making the right decisions like in Mm -hmm. my home like it's me it's my son so i'm definitely the decision maker and you know for everything obviously like you pray to god you hope that you know you're just you know listening to god enough to 
pour out into his life as to certain decisions and you're just hoping that you are making the right decisions whether it be by what school or you know just like little things you mm-hmm. know so i would say yeah you do doubt like am i doing a good job if it's me alone like right, you know right. so i would say that mm-hmm. yeah but now you know you have the community of the church so that's good yeah to help you yeah actually. exactly so i would agree with Miriam with that one Definitely can't do it alone, right? Mm, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So what would you say then is um, one of the biggest impacts Christianity has had on you just raising your boys? I know you mentioned community is something that's very, very important. That's obviously like helped you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you also mentioned like even with the doubts, right? Like you just overcoming the doubts, right? And just seeing how people treated you like, oh no, you're not a single mother. So that stigma is not on it's you not. when you're, you know, in um, in the body of Christ. But what would you say has, um, has impacted you the most? Well, for me, Christianity completely changed my view mm-hmm. about being a mother. Like, before I came to Christ as a mother, I would say, like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I was in this 11-year relationship, now I'm not with the person anymore. It was, it became a burden, like, now I'm a single mom who wants to be a single mom pushing a stroller, whatever it being, and it was kind of that just heaviness Mm -hmm. upon me, and then I I kind of was resenting being a mother. I was kind of of resenting, like, being in this position. Right. And then Christianity, like, coming to Christ just gave me that hope, gave me that perspective, you know? And, like, I matter. God gave me this beautiful gift to care, and He, God is here with me, and, like, you know, it just it complete, completely changed my view that my job as a parent, as a mom, is important to God, and it's, like, you know, it's at, at a high esteem to God, and I took it, and I said, this is my first ministry, obviously, before I get married, but Right now, this is my first <laughs> ministry, and yeah, <laughs> she had to add that in there. <laughs> you know, she tried to do it very quickly, so uh, we Yeah, but yeah, I would say it just made me look at this is my first ministry, yes. and uh, yeah, yes. Um, like I like what you said, and to add on that, I before you tag on how God trusted us with kids, you know, it's not a mistake as how the world or maybe because I got pregnant before I was saved so the whole thing I was like oh it's the mistake and so we view kids mm-hmm. as mistake oh my gosh you yeah. kind of robbing my life right now I cannot do this and this and this but it's actually a blessing mm-hmm. but how I was shaped onto that I I was refer I I love how God um Jesus himself came and say he is your father mm-hmm. so that relationship because the father is a parent <laughs> we know, right? yes, so yeah. that relationship of my Christianity how it's built, how I'm building my relationship with the father and here I see my sons, how we act mm. and yeah. I can see like the how I need to model God yeah. in, in a sense right. like how God is forgiving, how he listens to us how he provides for us how he's there like covering us mm-hmm. and this is what I'm supposed to do with mm-hmm. my kids, so every time I'm like let's say doubt like how, how am I supposed to do this I look at the relationship with the father and how is the father doing it to his children mm-hmm. what did he do to the children of Israel yes. how did he do to Paul like he promised him you're gonna get to Rome yeah. make sure through trials through everything 
So I will say sometimes my kids are rebellious. Oh, <laughs> they yes, act even though the flesh is there. <laughs> it's still, but what did God say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so it's, it's stuff like that. And I love that we have a heavenly father who is there like, look at me. And once you look at me and how I acted with my son, how I'm yeah. taking care of you, now you know what to do with this, what mm-hmm. I gave yes. you. So the answers are in the Bible. And it's changed my life. And I'm like, this is not a mistake. Mm-hmm. I'm here for a special mission. And that. this is just the beginning. Yeah. yeah, I love what Miriam said. Yeah. Like, just basically looking at the father and your relationship with your father. And then now it's like a mother to son or whatever. Oh, dad to mother father to daughter. Or whatever. Yes. Um, and then you're just basically saying, okay, God, you're so compassionate. You're so forgiving. I have to be compassionate and mm-hmm. forgiving to my child, no matter what they do. <laughs> yes. And you right. know, it's just like pulling that from God because you, now you have that relationship from God. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, th- I love that what you said. It's, it's, it's so true. Yes. And yeah. you, you know what I love the most? I, it's, I, there's so many scriptures that I love, but this is yes. just like, it, it helped me like to open my eyes. It's mm-hmm. um, Psalm 127, verse 4. Okay. What it says, um, children born to a young man, uh, like an arrow in a warrior's head. Oh, yes. Oh, so yeah, you think that, about yeah. like, yeah. the warrior doesn't waste his arrows. Yo. When he let it go, he makes sure it hits the target. Right. He's looking at it carefully. Yeah. He's looking at the winds where they're blowing. So you, he won't just stand anyway, you know? Yeah. So those are the children we're yes. blessed with. They're like arrows. So how when we are aim, holding them, yeah. where we're aiming them to it, that's a big thing. You better right? make sure it hits both Right? right? <laughs> yeah. 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 I love that. I love that. Yes. And I think both of you were um, touching on a topic, basically saying that you still, even though you're raising boys, you still have to be that example, right, yes. for your child. Because I think it was Miriam, you mentioned that, you know, it's not so much of what you say, but it's what you do, oh, right? Because yeah. you can tell your child, you can give him the entire Bible yes. <laughs> and, like, you know, make him recite the entire thing from Genesis yes. to Revelation, right? But if you're living, like, completely different, completely mm-hmm. opposite, right, that's, you're showing your child, like, okay, yeah, it's look at what I do. This is how it's actually supposed to be rather than, you know, this is, you're supposed to actually follow Mm -hmm. what you're reading. Hey, RBL community, please remember to follow this podcast and follow us on Instagram to never miss out on any updates. And now back to the episode. How would you say, um, in terms of just your own personal walk, with God now you've been safe for some time how do you balance basically because you know life does get busy and even again for my own personal story again like I I don't relate obviously right on that level of motherhood but in terms of busyness and balancing definitely right because sometimes there's just so many things happening all at once right because you work right now oh yes yes, you have a job as well but you're also you know just trying to um do a side job also right oh, yeah. so you have a lot going on yeah, right there's hard. ministry so yeah. how do you balance all that it's hard to find that balance but honestly it's just strength god is given because mm-hmm. some days you get up and you're like you don't even want to do this you don't even want to do that and it's like knowing your purpose and knowing what you're trying to accomplish whether it being as a mother or whether it being as um working you know you know that you are here to do something provide a better life for your child or whatever so it's like you have to get up and do it you have no choice like Mm -hmm. so i think that's pushing me and obviously god um pushing me and giving me that strength but i don't think you can 
for me personally ever find that balance it's just like mm-hmm. every day you're just trying to go with you know the flow, the flow. Sense, yeah but obviously you have to have a routine yeah yeah definitely. But, yeah, so I'll, I'll go know. along with Hassan. I have three. Yes. <laughs> so I'll say... And they're young ones, too. Yes, oh the tw- two. Yeah, terrible two is real. It's a real thing. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a myth. <laughs> you came no. straight from hell. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is um, you have to be intentional mm-hmm. in good, all the your, your purpose, your main yes, purpose yes. as the... Um, believer as a born again Christian what's yeah. your main purpose and that is to worship God so right. what do you do with that um, I'll say I don't have a schedule I would yeah. love to get up early before my kids wake up and pray right mm-hmm. and read that's you want to get it out of the way yeah. but it doesn't happen every day sometimes I have to read it when they're taking a nap yeah. in the afternoon sometimes I have to read at night mm-hmm. it's so I have to be okay with that before I was feeling guilty it was more like kind of you're working into salvation and mm-hmm. you're forgetting about the grace of God mm-hmm. and he knows it mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> right yeah. so I have to give grace to myself if oh, you yeah. if it That's makes sweet. sense I'm like yeah. oh, wow yeah. why am I beating myself over this did I talk to my father did I do this and was it I was listening to one of the podcasts with John Piper and he says sometimes if we can't read have a listening ear so do you have time to listen listening yes. doesn't take just quiet moment and listen to what God right, is saying right. so even that is good I'm not working right now my yeah I'm just taking care of the boys I'm not like this and I think she has lots in her, in her hands we'll have lots <laughs> yes <them>. so um <laughs> I'll say try to go with the flow as mm-hmm. she say but be intentional about your yeah, day if you get good. five minutes use that right yeah don't just say oh yeah oh, use yes. that for it's, sure. it's okay right yes i would like to say yeah intentionalism is absolutely you need that mm-hmm. so like you will just crash and burn if you don't have that you yes. have to be intentional about reading your bible talking to god whether being intentional about getting up making dinner mm-hmm. okay because oh, you starve start. your kids <laughs> so yeah you don't want that we don't, no, we don't that. know <laughs> so i definitely agree with miriam that word is it intentional yeah Mm -hmm. i agree and i think for again regardless of you know single mom married whatever the case may be i think being intentional about you know making time for god is needed right because we get so busy in you know our day-to-day activities and it can literally burn us out right and for you guys too it's like you're also looking after another life and Mm -hmm. like you said you're you're directing that life as well right so i think definitely um being intentional in general is really much needed otherwise it's so easy to fall (laughs) off course and then it's like you need that you need to be um what's the word i'm looking for just kind of poured into again right so you can go back out there and And pour pour out right (laughs) that's so important even with that to add on to your bible verse the arrow yeah. and everything when mm-hmm. you're shooting the arrow you're intentional about your marker uh, yes you have to know where so, you're shooting all over the place yes, you don't, and you don't want to waste it because yes. remember you're a warrior there's enemies too mm-hmm. oh so, yes yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. and they will love for you to waste your arrows that's the word of they the year intentionalism mm-hmm. okay because covid oh my gosh yes. <laughs> speaking yeah. of covid oh how has gosh. covid impacted mm-hmm. i mean there's so much I can even talk about, right? In oh terms of gosh. COVID and like the school system. How are you guys surviving with all these COVID restrictions that are in today, 
Before, out tomorrow, out tomorrow and back in the next couple of hours you get locked down in a lockdown <laughs> yes, yes. how are you guys surviving are you homeschooling um, both yes yeah. so for me i will say my oldest is the one who attends school and it was like that right. two weeks at home and then he's back at the... to be honest with you i don't like that okay tell me he's home for the rest of the year i'm good or tell me he's going to school so right. like i can kind of plan mm-hmm. and have kind of like yeah control over what's going on but COVID, yeah, it, it messes up everything. We had to, yeah, learn how to um, focus online because he's five, so mm-hmm. get distracted so easily, and he has to be there through almost uh, the whole day because he started at nine and he finished at three. To keep a kid focused all this hour, sometimes I can hear him singing songs. I'm like, what? That is not in class. <laughs> so I have to go oh. and be like, no, 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 it's this and this. So the adjustment real Mm -hmm. um but praise god i found a place for him now he's there learning i make sure so the problem with i was like i make sure to recite what he has learned okay so he we know i know like okay even though he didn't maybe listen in class at least now i know he's getting what was taught right so that was a bit challenging to get the twins to stay quiet while the brother's learning the adjustment was real. Mm-hmm. We're still adjusting. I cannot tell you that, yeah, I'm doing set. well. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> Monday is okay, Tuesday is not. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we're learning. Yeah, yeah. I will say we're both adjusting. But yeah. for the most part, I'll say it's better than how we started. Mm. Yeah. Way. And you learn along the way, yeah. too, yes, right? Definitely. You learn what works and what doesn't what works work. With work. Him. Yeah, what works mm-hmm. with him, what works in our house. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, okay, this is how it's going to go. Yeah. And there's always a different structure too in every different household. Yeah. For me, I would say COVID has definitely been a challenge just because my son is 10. Yeah. Um, the, the period where a child can stay home is like you have to be 12. And mm-hmm. I'm a working single mom. I'm the one that brings in the bacon. Yeah. And it's just been challenging knowing that, okay, I have to stay at home and I have to miss work. Mm-hmm. And... You know, like, if I wasn't mm-hmm. for God and, you know, just him bringing my provider and I, I would like, I would have a harder time, but having that relationship with God and being in the situation you. where I can't work because I have to stay home with my son, it would have been harder if I did not, you know, mm-hmm. have that support from church yes. and just God just really saying, I got mm-hmm. you, You're, I'm your provider. So I would say that's where... COVID was more challenging for me. For my son, he does not like online. He's like an extrovert. He wants to be around people all the time. So just trying to like encourage him as a mom, like, you know, hanging there is not always the funnest thing because they don't hear. Kids, they see just them. Like, it's all about me. (laughs) Okay, I don't care if you ain't got to go to work. (laughs) I I can't stay at home. encourage him and just not getting frustrated mm-hmm. god has given me that strength every day not to get frustrated with not being a working mom mm-hmm. at the time and also trying to deal with his online schooling so mm-hmm. yeah that's covid for me interesting yeah. so do you would you find that even with the covid restrictions and again these uncertain times mm-hmm. um would you say that in these moments you find time for yourself you find time for us i know you mentioned like being intentional about like reading your bible having that quiet time which is super important mm-hmm. do you find time to also like let's say you know as a woman right you yeah. go you 
get your hair done, whatever the case may be, right? <laughs> Everything is loud. <laughs> time for yourself. Yeah. Funny enough, in terms of time with God, oh, COVID has been amazing. Mm. Like, I can just spend the whole day with God. Like, you know, like, more time with God. Like, when I was working, I had to be even more intentional. But now I'm just like, every day, any time, like, something could just pop into my head. I can just go into my Bible and just start digging mm-hmm. deep. Like, I have so much time. So that aspect has been amazing in terms of, yeah. But hair done, all of that. Everything yeah. is locked. You have to yeah. figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of DIYs. Yeah, for, yes. Almost, if for mm. me, I'll say it's quite the opposite because... um when my kid was like Carter was attending school, so I don't have him during the day. Mm-hmm. So the twins, I will know I'll put them maybe two naps and stuff. So I'll, I have more time with myself oh, than now. Now, even though the twins are sleeping, he, Carter's still there mm-hmm. and he needs me. So it's, it's more like, mm, what is this? You're stealing away my time. And at the beginning, I was trying to put everything like how I said I was beating myself up yeah and here I am I would read the bible but at the end I'm like what did I read what was that mm. yeah so it became okay. like a mostly religious space oh mm. let me just get it out of the, out of the way or right. maybe God will not be pleased with me in a sense you feel like if you read you please God or you you earn something to mm. him but it's more like to ourselves what he's trying to speak to us so if mm. you're gonna read and not get anything that's it means nothing. You're like the person who didn't read at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had to be intentional with my timing oh. and say, you know, how about when they all go to sleep? Can mm. I lose 30 minutes of sleep or a one hour and just stay awake and try to in the quiet and mm. what God has to speak to me today? Right. What is there, to, you know, and pray, be in the quiet. So that, like I say, it's adjustment. Yeah. Yeah. It's just day by day, right? Day by day you go by day and like, okay, let's, today we're gonna do this. <laughs> but yeah. But that's really but good. COVID is just COVID is just COVID. COVID let's just say COVID. That. Yeah. It's life. Mm-hmm. So I mean, apart from this COVID mess, <laughs> let's bring some light into this. What would you say is the proudest moment you've had as being a mom? Like when you think about, you know, just your entire journey from where you were right Mm -hmm. up until now what would you say was that one moment where you're like wow i just i mean of course like every day you're like yeah i love being a mom right like and yeah there's you know those other times like oh these kids right (laughs) but what would you say is the proudest moment you've had as being a mom so i will me i'll start um you see little things and you're like oh so proud of my kids you know yeah. are you proud of yourself tapping the back <laughs> but i was having a hard time introducing um god to my kids mm. not just i didn't want the idea of god we pray we just this i wanted like a relationship yeah, so we can religion. start off with that mm-hmm. instead of religious base right. with, with what i was raised with and i was like do they get because my son was just like my oldest was like who is he asking bunch of questions why can't i see him can you call him so i can see him i'm like oh child where <laughs> so i was just like oh please jesus help me like i want my kids to know you i, I didn't know how to teach that mm. because he was more like if you're gonna say there's a phone show me a phone 
right. there's no fun it means no fun right so right. with god it's like you're saying this god but he wants to see this is my vision and i was like oh maybe you're gonna pray a prayer for god to reveal himself to you <laughs> i don't know but my proudest moment i'll say one time my youngest the twins so cj was scared to go in the kitchen it was dark through his toy but he was scared and and i'm watching carter my oldest he's like don't be scared jesus is here let's go get it and they Aww. went he didn't put on the light he went but the idea of him trusting jesus and like taking the same knowledge and like um, implanted on his brother i was like oh i'm so proud of mm -hmm. this you know that was like whoa <laughs> i love that that's I, sweet i love that yeah that's very sweet for me um my son is 10 and um I hear a lot of people like saying he he is such a good boy like he knows his Bible mm -hmm. I always ask him you know you should read your Bible and he see yo it's important you must act so your kids will see and they will do mm -hmm. like he reads his Bible and he worships and you know and it's so proud to watch him like when I see him lifting his hands and worshiping, I don't even have to ask him. And he goes up to the altar and he bows his head and he's praying all by himself. I'm like, what? I'm like, Lord, that's you. Like, And I'm so glad that I'm a Christian, that he could see that in me right. and that he so can important. emulate it. You know? This is powerful. Yeah, so, oh my gosh, powerful. that's the proudest when I'm mm -hmm. like, my son knows Jesus. If I don't do nothing else in yeah. this world, at least you'd complete it. Oh man, yeah. yes, so good. I love that. That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Well, ladies, as we wrap this up, what would you say is one piece of advice each of you would give mothers out there? Okay, for um, for me, I'll say it's okay. It's okay to ask for help. Mm -hmm. that's the first thing because I think it was beating me up to ask for help because you think okay if I, if I ask maybe they think I'm not good enough I'm weak or mm. stuff like that it's okay to ask for help and where do you get that help that's the biggest thing only Jesus Christ mm. is the one so I'll say for those who are not saved Jesus is the answer it's the answer how you're going to say leave the because raising a kid is the mystery you don't know how they're gonna turn out to be yeah. but to have that sound mind it means someone who sees beyond mm -hmm. and that's only christ so mothers the best gift as pastor gary will say the best gift you can give to your child is being in church mm, and yeah. live by example you know so one day at a time with christ everything is possible beautiful yeah. Oh man, I can't catch up to that one. No, she set the standard up high. Yeah, like that's a good advice to a mother. Like, just if you're not saved, like you give Jesus a try. Like we were all here, we didn't have it figured out, and we still don't have it figured out. But mm -hmm. just having that peace, mm -hmm. that belonging, I belong mm -hmm. to Jesus, and mm -hmm. that's like. Like she, like Miriam said, like that's the biggest gift you can give to your children is knowing that you are now in the Lord and that they can now you know have that inherit that. It's amazing. Like, just give Jesus a try, man. Like, 
Don't wait. Peace of mind. <laughs> oh, everything. It just oh, so much burden. And even as being a single mom, so much burden has been lifted up because I gave my life to Jesus. Mm. Like, I don't know what else to tell you if you don't listen to this advice. Like, it's yeah. Like, I agree to, with you. Even at that, how we yeah. say we have a father, mm-hmm. so you need that father in your house. Oh yes. So yes. instead of just looking, maybe who's the better man to fill this spot? Now you're looking for human who is empty too, coming and bring model whatever they they learn from home. It's just they're robbing your son or daughter from everything, like God has planted for them. Yeah. So only Jesus can provide what He has promised. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So you need that Father in your house. Amazing. Oh, yes. yes. Amazing. Yeah. So father to the fatherless at the end of the day, right? Oh, yes. Even if you grow up with a dad, we still your father, right? The perfect yes. father at the end of the day. Oh, yes. So important. Wow, ladies, we can go on forever. <laughs> the time is flying. We're just going. This is lovely. I love this. It is. It is. And I'm so honored to have you both here, especially, you know, this being the very first episode, um, first of many. Yes. <laughs> And so I'm so grateful that you both came here. You're both very open and honest about your experiences of being a single mom, right? And so if you're listening out here, I hope this has really encouraged you. I mean, again, like I'm I'm not a mom, but I'm encouraged, right? Just hearing and seeing your lives and just what God has been doing and keeps doing, right? And at the end of the day, I think both of you mentioned it, what you can do best is do your best, right? And that's it. Yeah. That's it, right? All right, thank you so much, Miriam. Thank you for having us. (laughs) Happy Mother's Day, everyone. Happy Mother's Day. (laughs)